Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Yes, it is. Today we're talking about R. Kelly's crazy interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Trudeau is in trouble. Ooh, the Trump family corruption. Ilhan Omar. And Martha McSally. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! We're back from that intro. Wow. And what an intro it was. It was. Every time I hear it, I love it. It's like the greatest hits of politics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really exactly. Like DJ. Uh, I know, like Howard Dean's in there. Yeah. Someone like, asked me who the ah is. I'm like, that would be Howard Dean. Yeah. In 2000 when his Howard entire presidential run was blown up because he made a noise. <laughs> <laughs> Look how far we've come in just 19 years. I know, right? Like, Trump has made so many noises. <laughs> and no one seems to care yeah. at all. No. Remember Kofefe? Yeah. I guess that did, technically didn't make a noise because he tweeted it. Right. But like it's the it's the Twitter version of the noise. There if was you, no Twitter. If you tweet a tweet and no one hears, did it make a sound? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Good question. These are the questions we ask here on the pod. Philosophical. <laughs> um, it's kind of been like a low key week. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's yeah. like. We were talking about it and we were like, it's not great for like easy podcasting, but it's great for like my mental health and sanity. Right. And I got to concentrate on getting engaged without having to like Yay! worry about it. Yes. I was <laughs> like, I don't know if we're doing personal news. Well, I did it on the other podcast. So, so you might as well. Yeah. That's what's getting me through the week. Is that you much. are engaged. <laughs> yes. And then I didn't have to like contend with crazy news stories on the day exactly. of the engagement. Exactly. Yeah. It's like... um. Did you were you a madman person? Yes. Okay, it's like how on the day of Roger's uh, daughter's wedding, JFK is assassinated. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Sucks. And they have that great shot of her crying in her wedding dress, and she's just like, "My wedding is ruined." Yes. That's so funny. I also. Uh, she was such a brat, though. Mo- yeah. What's, no, she Mona. was horrible. M- what was her? Mar- no, Margaret. his daughter, Margaret. Yeah. But that I was like, oh, this is the most perfect thing to happen to her. On the day when we got engaged, I realized at like ten thirty p.m. that I hadn't thought about Donald Trump all day, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh my god, I found the cure to Trump derangement syndrome." Just getting just engaged. engaged every day, yeah, having a genuinely happy life moment that every the day you just have to find a way to but be. i don't know how i'll top that like what if he what if he goes to war with north korea on our wedding day i mean i guess like i mean you will get married so hopefully on your wedding yeah you won't think about right well we'll Donald see Trump. yeah well, depending I, on what he does like yeah if he goes to war with right? north korea or like he gets arrested but that would be a beautiful right. gift well, i'm gonna need someone to like update me throughout yeah throughout the festivities yeah <laughs> just like hey sammy like he was arrested. Um, <laughs> please, please, someone tell me. Okay, Elise, what is getting you through this week in okay. Trump's America? I mean, you got. We have to talk about this R. Kelly Meltdown? interview with Gail King, which is like, I mean, first question is like, why are we interviewing R. Kelly right. anymore? Should we play one? Yes, let's play one. I'm very tired of all of the uh, lies. I've been hearing things and, you know, and seeing things on the blocks and, you know, I'm just, I'm just tired. What are the lies that you're hearing that disturb you most? Oh my God. Um, all of them. 
Um, got little girls trapped in the basement, helicopters over my house, um, trying to um, rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house. Handcuffing people, starving people. I have a harem, uh, what you call it, a, um, a coat. Mm-hmm. I don't even really know what a coat is, but I know I don't have one, you know. I don't know what a cult is. But I don't have but one. <laughs> like, how do you know if you don't know what it is? I love that he also just listed all of his actual crimes. He right. was like holding women captive, not feeding them. Like, like it's well, like, oh, yeah, that, those are your crimes. Right. Well, he's saying those are the rumors. Yes. But like, mm, I know, no. but it's like, no, they... They are your crimes. Yeah, they're your crimes. You're you're doing them. People um, talk about them. It's just like, I don't know. I thought Gail, Gail King did a great yeah. job because even then she was just like, okay, well, what are the things that aren't true that yeah. you're saying? Like, what disturbs you? On the blogs. On the blogs. The, the things that he's been seeing on the blogs. It's like, are you referring to the documentary, dude? Yeah. Like, the documentary literally everyone watched. Right, like, or the documentary that was covered by the blogs, so yeah. to speak. Like, yeah. what were you reading on the blogs? Right. I mean, he she i think that iconic picture that came out of him like yelling and her yes. just like sitting there i think so many people commented like this is the epitome of like men male female relations in america you have like this man getting accused of something that he did freaking yeah. out about it and then you just have the women just having to be like oh come on fuck it it was like man. brett kavanaugh again yeah like brett kavanaugh's whole display of craziness oh yeah it was brett kavanaugh style and that's why i'm like starting to build this thing that it's like people who freak out like that like they seem more guilty to me than honestly like a michael cohen sitting at the hearing and just like really calmly restating everything or christine blasey ford like really calmly well michael cohen is a criminal but he was yes being honest in that moment yeah exactly but because he was saying he wasn't like denying his crimes he was able to be calm i think that people who are lying get like all freaked out i mean it's what that's what like lie detector tests measure or whatever that like your heart rate goes up you start freaking out so these people start freaking out and we do have a clip of his full freak out moment let's listen to that stop it y'all quit playing quit playing i didn't do this stuff this is not me y'all i'm fighting for my life y'all killing me with this i gave y'all 30 years of my career robert 30 years of my career y'all trying to kill me you're killing me man this is not about music I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What he's freaking out about is, like, the end of him as... He knows himself to be. Yeah, exactly. That's why, I mean, it was the same with Brett Kavanaugh. He was like, I've worked hard. R. Kelly's like, I've been in this game for 30 years. Like, they're mad. Right, it's like, great. Well, maybe at the same time, you shouldn't have been perpetrating deep violence against people. Yeah, like, it's it's this weird. The thing with Kavanaugh is that, like, there. it's not like Kavanaugh has this, like, Kavanaugh had this one thing and then yeah. there were maybe a few other accusations str- sprinkled here and there, but mm-hmm. nothing like truly, the same as. Yeah. Right. Nothing like really corroborated. R. Kelly has like. Oh, yeah. Like this ongoing women trapped in buildings in Trump Tower, Chicago, like like crazy things still happening that he's still doing. Yeah. So he I mean, it's just interesting that like 
this is still happening. Yeah. I mean, he, yes, I will say that Kavanaugh, I think his mentality was like, I did this one bad thing, but I like worked really hard. And how are you going to be mean to me about this thing that I did a long time ago? Right. Whereas R. Kelly is like, I've been getting away with this for so long. Like, why are you going to not let me get away with it now? Right. Which, which I understand the anger and frustration. I can't believe I'm saying this more from Brett Kavanaugh yes. <laughs> in that case, because he's like, yeah, I made a mistake when I was young and I like, I'm not ready to admit it yet, but yeah. like, this is something that was like an old behavior or I get where his says. mentality, like, I think it's like warped and not like correct and isn't actually like taking account of what he's done. But I understand where like the through line of thought. Right. Exactly. Like he got to that with R. Kelly. It's like, dude, dude, like you didn't think this would ever. But again, from the documentary, we showed that like he was being enabled and enabled and enabled and told that he was a genius and all this stuff. And like, I see why he thought he would never be held accountable. He's like, I, I got past this once. That was the only time. Right. And that's it. Well, now we learn just don't put these guys on a pedestal because yeah. they can't handle it when they're then held accountable for something. Yes. Yeah. So that was an interesting little interview. Yeah. Um, some little spice in the middle of the week. Uh, Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Uh, this whole Justin Trudeau thing is a little bit interesting. Yes. I mean, he is. He's the hot person of Canada. <laughs> he's the <laughs> hot person yeah. of Canada. Of Canada. And now he's being embroiled in a scandal. Yes. Okay. So let's let's explain. Yeah. It. So Justin Trudeau recently lost two top cabinet members and his principal secretary. Basically, there are allegations that Trudeau tried to pressure his attorney general into going easy on her prosecution of an energy firm. So yes. it's basically like if the president's like let's say there's a company doing something bad and they're getting they're going to get prosecuted by the con- by yeah. the government Justin Trudeau basically was like, don't like, just yeah. don't do it. And the, this company is based in Montreal, which is where Trudeau has like a lot of supporters and has like a base of support for himself. So it was kind of like a politically motivated. It's always politically yes. motivated. Yeah. So Jody Wilson-Raybould, who was the former minister of justice and the aforementioned attorney general, mm-hmm. she was both. She basically had been pressured to help this company it was a construction company settle a criminal case so they could avoid being prosecuted over bribery allegations yes. in libya it's always like something in the middle yeah. east like something sketchy to get contracts and basically justin trudeau wanted to like keep it quiet yeah. um and she was forced to step down even though she was the one who like was kind of forced to go easy on the company yes trudeau denies it but everyone's sort of like this is fucked up. You shouldn't have done it. Yeah. And he hasn't. I don't know if he's like going to have to resign yet. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it. Imagine if he had to resign over that. And like, I I mean, all I kept thinking about reading about this and like that he was in trouble and then his cabinet secretaries were re- resigning. I was like, if Justin Trudeau has to leave office before Donald Trump, I'll truly die. I know. Like that Trudeau would be. Trudeau die. <laughs> die. And it's, it's also like funny because this feels like a very old school, like Iran Contra-esque Teapot scandal. Teapot dome scandal. Yeah. Like, like old scandals school. were just these little like 
kind of financial little things that you're like, oh, they moved the money around in the wrong way. And like, da da da. Instead of like, the president paid a porn star using his mob lawyer, and now he might have peed on a bunch of hookers in (laughs) Russia. In Russia, and the Russians know about it. And And they tried to get him elected, and they succeeded, and and now they're like in our power grid. And now he's he's doing nothing. (laughs) And he's like having brunch with Kim Jong un. Yeah, like like, bottomless mimosas and in Beijing or it's, wherever. I mean, it's deeply cute. It's deeply cute that Canadian uh, political officials resign in protest when they see the president doing something bad. Honestly, that's when also I, crazy. When I read this article, I kept trying to read for the bad part. I was like, how quaint <laughs> like yeah. this little scandal. Like, oh God. I was like, if where's the only. part? Where's the part where he put the entire Canadian national security apparatus at risk yeah. for total destruction? Like, yes. Where's that part of the scandal? Like, uh, if only the president had shady dealings in Libya. <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only it was just one vaguely shady dealing in Libya. Yeah, and I bet you Justin Trudeau didn't even have a secret code that he talks in. He probably yeah. was like me. He probably was like, can you see your, see this way to getting this Montreal-based yeah. energy company like, go? Uh, well, sorry, uh, but um, sorry, could you just, I don't know, maybe like. Be this, nice to them. Like, be nice to this firm for me. Eh? Like, wee wee. <laughs> and then he like bounces. <laughs> <laughs> right and that's like that that's the whole scandal yeah all right so let's just we'll keep you updated yeah yeah it's i kind feel of an underwhelming scandal yeah. to be honest. <laughs> step it up guys i'm sure it's whelming i'm sure we would be whelmed if we were in canada but right. we've lost to overwhelm us politically at this point in the united states there has to be i mean adult film actresses have to be involved like yeah. there has to be like nuclear a foreign, asset. a foreign asset has to be involved there needs to be like a decades nuclear worth of corruption yeah tax just, evasion. there has to be like WikiLeaks. like things need like if someone's got to buy a million dollar portrait of themselves like there's just the bar is just really really high and that's no disrespect to canada it's just like if you want us to be interested in your scandal you're gonna have to come to us with like more you're gonna need to bring us more <laughs> Re- page one rewrite guys yeah like, exactly let's, let's, let's make let's step this up a we little need to bit. punch this scandal up if it's really gonna break through here in the states it's, it's not, it's not. <laughs> yeah but you guys have some like you know you can still play in the Olympics or something. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's move and we'll still flood your border when shit goes wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Like we're all coming. Oh, yeah. As soon as things go wrong here, you will see me at your door in a beret. Like wee wee. <laughs> I can't wait for not there yet. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to go into a Trump family corruption update. Mm-hmm. But first we have to go to a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Care of Vitamins. Elise, do you take vitamins? I do take vitamins. Are they care of? They are care of. How cute is a little packet? It's so... See, this is what I need. Like, I need a lot to help me be motivated to take my vitamins. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember. So I need, like, cute packaging. Like, chosen for me. Like, perfect, going to make my skin good. (laughs) Exactly. So with Care Of, basically, you take an online quiz that asks you about, like, your diet, your lifestyle, your health goals. It takes, like, five minutes. And we Mm -hmm. I I love a quiz that tells me about myself. I'll take a quiz that's, like, what sandwich are you? I'm like, tell me. Yeah. And this quiz... This quiz will actually help you in your life. So apparently 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. So this quiz helps you find out what you're lacking. Mm-hmm. And 
they send you honestly this is my favorite part they send you this like beautiful box for the month it's a subscription thing mm-hmm. they send you this little box where you can take out one packet each day and each packet says hi so and so whatever your name is so mm-hmm. mine says hi Samantha mm-hmm. and then there's like a little quote or like a little fun fact right below it so every day you're learning something as well as being not vitamin deficient it's so cute and also, if that wasn't enough, a portion of every sale from Care Up goes towards the Good Food Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. You know, I used to take prenatal vitamins because like they're just good for you. Oh, like they're just good vitamins. Right. Well, now you have Care Up. So take advantage of this month's special offer for 50% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code SUP. That's TakeCareOf.com promo code SUP. And we're back from the break. Wow. And what a quick and beautiful break it was. Twas. Okay, so basically, here's we just have a few bullet points. They're all, again, back to the scandal. There's so much shit going on. I know. On. So the House Judiciary Committee sent letters to 81 people. Casually. 81. 81. <laughs> Casually. Who they want to testify about Donald Trump's various corruption issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say on Monday in our podcast with Ashley Ford from BuzzFeed, I said that Ivanka was one of those people. And sadly, she's not. <gasps> I don't get why they don't. I think that they know that like, like I feel like everyone has this idea of like coming for Ivanka is flying too close to the sun. She, she burns too bright in the president's heart. That makes me so mad. And I was, I actually was listening to Gaslit Nation this morning Mm -hmm. and they said something that really, I was just like, yep. She's like, they were saying how like Ivanka and the fact that she's like untouchable and she's like this beautiful blonde, like sparkly Mm -hmm. object. They were saying how like that really feeds into like the pageantry of fascism, like having like a very beautiful woman to like, represent this like corrupt administration like Mm -hmm. it just like it and i was like yeah that is so what she is she definitely i think to come for her not that i don't think that she should be come for but i think that to come for her like it would like it's like a nuclear bomb moment and everything like if ivanka got subpoenaed i want to see ivanka in handcuffs so bad i know i think that so bad because she's so untouchable i'm more interested in that yes like i think she deserves it more because everyone's just like oh like we'll let ivanka off the hook it's like your name was on the spa bitch you don't get the spa and to not get in trouble yes Yes, like the Ivanka Trump spa at Trump Tower, Moscow. Yeah, like, like real. Why, like, why should planned. she get off for like for she, she was no more involved? Maybe she didn't set up the meeting. Yeah, like Don Jr. did. Worst judgment in the world. Yes, but like she was still aware. She was being briefed on it. Like what? Like why does she get She's off? She's their beautiful unicorn. The, they love her. His base loves her. Republicans, I think, really. They do. Love they think she's her. hot. They think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like. It's like. Honestly, like she's she is because become ugly to me. Like yes. I used to think that she was very beautiful, and I was like, that's undisputable. Like now she's ugly to me. To me, she reads sort of as like <laughs> like a like a beautiful witch. Like, <laughs> like just before she transforms. Yeah, like she's just like um she's like the winter witch in a Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yes, like she just her. pulls up to you and she's like would you like some Turkish delight? And you're like, yes. And then suddenly you're in a cage in her house and you're like, how did that this is literally happen? her? That is Ivanka. <laughs> that is Ivanka. Yeah. So in Ivanka world, Trump also ordered his ordered 
approval of Ivanka's security clearance, even though it was warned against. And it's oh. like, Jared, the same with him. Mm-hmm. Why? What is Ivanka? Like, what? Like, what are Ivanka's qualifications? Like, you run a fashion brand. Yeah. And you, like, are good at jewelry. Like, and you once, like, were a model. So then, therefore, you should know what's going on in the Middle East. Like, what? She talks nice. I don't know. She doesn't talk nice. <laughs> she fucking, like, I don't. She can uh, express herself. She, nor I don't know. She can't express herself. People only think she can express herself because they're so busy looking at her yeah. while she's bewitching them. She's she's a witch. She's a witch. Witch. Um, a witch. I believe it. <laughs> I agree. Um, and Michael Cohen testified again yesterday in a closed session. Yes. He showed seven more checks that Trump wrote to him while he's president. Like seven checks. Like I haven't written seven checks in the past year. I just love that the president is writing personal checks at all. Like right. it's so bizarre that they do all of these things. They set up a shell company. They move all this money around. They create fake bidders for X, Y, and Z. But then when push comes to shove, he's signing the fucking checks. Yeah. He's signing them. You're so right. <laughs> it doesn't You're make so right. any like, sense. Right. It's like, wh- like, why do you go to all this trouble to cover it up? And then his and own then he- signature is on the check. From what? his personal account. He puts in the memo like Stormy Daniels payment one. Like, <laughs> why? So funny. It just doesn't make sense. Because they're they're bad at crimes. Like they're, they're not good at crimes. Like the only person who I think actually has worse judgment than Don Jr. is his father because he had to learn it from somewhere. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean the the lineage from like Don to Don Jr. is I mean it's so wonderful to behold like Don <laughs> Jr. is like his Frankenstein monster like his just like weird like like monster baby but yeah. like he's never he'll never be as monstrous as his monstrous father <laughs> because he learned the monstrosity it's like generational right like they get less competent as they go yeah along. they're getting dumber right dumber fatter well, yeah. I don't know about fatter, yeah. but Don, we'll have to Don see Jr. how Don lost Jr. A lot does. Of weight. We'll see in the future. Yeah, yeah Don Jr. has cool sculpting and but shit. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, Trump they they want Trump's high school stands over his grades. Thank God. I, and apparently, like Elijah Cummings said, like, okay, well, if you don't do it in a week, we're gonna subpoena them. So just we'll keep yes. you posted when we find out his grades. And, and I mean. So I just want to see his SAT scores. I don't really yes. care if he like failed high school. Like, no, I literally don't care. I'm just curious about his SAT scores because I see that more as like, especially when you have all the tutoring that I'm sure yeah. he did. I see that more as like a raw marker of mm-hmm. like how dumb he is. So. I think, but my only interest in them is that he so doesn't want them to come out. Right. I hope they're like, like low fours. Like yeah, like I'm I just praying don't for care. low fours. I don't actually care about them, but now that he, I know he cares about them, I care about them. Yeah. All this stuff is going to be a huge showdown, too, because they requested documents about Jared Kushner's security clearance, and the White House was like, we're not going to give them up. So now... Jared Kushner's the one who's, like, most in the pockets of other people. There may not be a P-tape, but... Yeah. Um. So now, like, it might literally go to the Supreme Court as to whether or not the president has to answer these subpoenas, but... The president isn't the one that holds these SAT or grade records, so they can probably just get them. Like why? Right, like from the school. He well, went to like Fordham. 
like for Fordham, two years. Fordham isn't going to be like yeah. Fordham, we're I going across the street from Fordham. Maybe yeah, I yeah. can just sneak in one night. Fordham doesn't get doesn't want to fuck with any of this. They're going to yeah. be like we were subpoenaed and handed over. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Why? SAT board isn't going to yeah. be like they're no, gonna, we're they're going to die it. on the hill of Donald Trump's SAT scores. Yeah, we'll exactly. They do not need a Supreme yeah. Court case, so we might get those things. But anything that they're asking for from the White House, it's going to be a whole. For sure, this is the beginning of a whole ass mess. Yeah. So Ilhan Omar. She just can't like resist using certain language when she speaks about Israel. And she said something else this weekend that received a bash a backlash. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna play it for you. But it but it it almost as if every single time we say something, regardless of what it is we say, that is supposed to be about foreign policy, our engagement, our advocacy about ending oppression or the freeing of every human life and and wanting dignity, we get to be labeled in something and that ends the discussion because we end up defending that and nobody ever gets to have the broader debate of what is happening with Palestine. for people to push for allegiance to a foreign country. Really? Here's, I feel like I see like, like I see both sides in a way on this issue where like, I think that Ilhan Omar needs to be more precise in the language that she uses when she's talking about Israel. The all about the Benjamins thing was not smart. Well, okay. I think it's at this point, but I agree with you. I see two sides of this. Like I see why, her critics are are wrong and I see why she's not necessarily taking this seriously. Yeah. Here's what I think that she doesn't realize. Yeah. I think that, look, there are certain things that people say about races that are just not different races or ethnic, ethnic groups that because of history, they're not allowed to say like blackface is only offensive because it has a a, history history. of oppression attached to it. Exactly. So I think that she doesn't necessarily, and, Look, I don't know how many, like, Jews she's been exposed to in her life. I imagine being, like, somewhat of an observant Muslim from Minnesota. She hasn't been, like, exposed to the full canon of Jewish history (laughs) and the times that Jews have been oppressed or chased out of countries or or murdered or whatever it is. So I don't think that – I think that she naturally leans on this sort of, like, language that she doesn't realize is – deeply offensive to people yeah so yes it is okay to talk about lobbying and the influence of of money but the things the way she says it i don't think that she realizes that what she's saying is playing on classic anti-semitic tropes that have been used to basically kill or prosecute jews throughout persecute jews throughout history yeah and she doesn't and she's not like I don't think she's understanding that sort of like her ingrained way of thinking is in these anti-Semitic tropes. At the same time, I do think that she, whenever she's like asked to clarify or, or like apologize or something, I do find that her apologies are sincere and that I think she generally, genuinely just like doesn't know. Yeah. I I really think she doesn't get, she doesn't get it. I feel basically the same exact way. Like, I don't think there was a like a Washington Post op-ed that said Ilhan Omar is the Steve King of the left. And I'm like, that no. is just false. No. But I do think it's like she has genuine points that she is making about Israel. And like, that is legit. 
But she's got to like make sure that when she's making these points, she's being extra sensitive to like things about money. Like like you have to find a like I feel like the all about the Benjamins quote that initially started this was just like a really flippant way Right. To talk about an issue that was real. And it's like, but this is rooted in anti-Semitism. Like for you to like, you can't just throw accusations about like Jews and money out there. Like, right. And the allegiance to a foreign country thing is big because that was, that's literally like the kind of shit that Hitler would say. Like that. And that all these dictators or whoever was like persecuting the Jews at the many times that they were persecuted. Like that's the kind of shit they would say. Exactly. They're like, it's like, you can't say those things. But again, the, the reason this becomes an issue is because the Democrats want to like condemn her for saying these things. Yeah. But there there's not this proportionate reaction on the right when people of people who are conservative say these things. And then it's kind of like the left gets blamed for being anti-Semitic. And like personally, the way I see it is that like, I do think there is anti-Semitism in both, but I think the difference is that the right actually hates Jews as an ethnic group Mm -hmm. because they hate other ethnic ethnic groups too. Like it's normal for them. I think people on the left are very open about ethnic groups and want more diversity. Mm -hmm. There may be some like obviously inherent biases like all people have, but I think that they're, their issue is more about Israel and the and the human rights issues mm-hmm. tied to the Israeli Palestinian conflict, which is like definitely more of an okay thing to say. Yes. But but the left wants to be able to be like, we condemn our own and like we aren't okay with this. Yeah, so. it's like it's kind of this constant dilemma that I feel like, especially in the age of Trump, we're seeing where it's like the left, we're like, oh, we want to hold ourselves to a higher standard. So like we have to do we have to like condemn our own we have to do all this stuff but on the right like they don't but they, they don't want to condemn her yeah oh but they'll like, condemn other people right. all the time like i mean how many times i i feel like right wing bots just have the photo of like a, a photo of Harvey Weinstein and xyz person saved in their phone for every single thing but yeah. it's just like how many people on the right I mean, Steve King is literally a white supremacist, like has actually said it. Donald Trump tweeted pictures of like Hillary Clinton next to like a Jewish star and And shit and money. Like, I mean, Jim Jordan this weekend, like wrote he he tweeted something about Tom Steyer and the S in Steyer was a dollar sign. It's like. That is anti-Semitic too. That is the exact same thing as Ilhan Omar saying it's all about the Benjamins. Like, yeah. why is it not? Why is it okay for him to say that when it's not in reference to Israel, but it's in reference to an actual Jewish person? Like, Israel's a country. It's not like you can be like anti-Semitic against a whole country. Like, you can be anti-Semitic against a racial group. Yeah. So it's like someone like a Steve King or Jer- or uh, or uh, Jim Jordan who's like. They're actually against the human beings who yes. are of a certain ethnicity versus like Ilhan Omar, who's trying to make a point about like a, a, a nation, a national conflict. Yeah. And used some like basically displayed some ignorance about the history of the people that she's talking about. And yes, as a representative in government, she has a responsibility to learn that shit. And she should probably learn it pretty fucking fast because this is right. going to keep happening. She should, I just think she doesn't realize how much her sort of like beliefs may just be kind of like naturally biased yeah. and like she does she hasn't had my guess is that she hasn't had the experiences in her life to understand why it is so not okay to I think mean, that way i mean a lot of times like we see it with like any like white politicians talking about other ethnic right. groups people like you accidentally 
say things that you don't realize are biased. I mean, I have moments in my own life where I look back and I'm like, oh, good God. Right. You learn why certain things are offensive the more you are exposed to the person, the people of that group. I know. And and the history. And And sometimes it's because you said it out loud and people were like, yo, that's fucked up. And then you have to like deal with that. And it's really embarrassing and you feel bad and you're like, oh, God. I just think she needs to like. Let someone else make the comments about the foreign lobbying of APAC. Like, just yeah. let someone else take over for that for a little bit. Because, like, you're not doing anyone. Adi- like, you're not. You're the one who's kind of preventing the conversation from being had. Oh, okay, let's move on to one more thing. Yes, but first, we're going to take another quick break. This episode of the Betches Sup podcast is brought to you by Cove. Anyone who's had a migraine knows that they are the absolute worst elise was just offline telling us about the one migraine she's had and it sounded so awful it was very it was very bad it was real all i'll say about it is that there was a moment where i was laying in my bed in the dark and i was like if i poop myself in this bed like that's just what's gonna happen wow and like we'll deal with it later but you know what Mm -hmm. we have cove we now we have cove and it's a little easier to treat your migraines from the comfort of your own home which is where we want to do everything. From. Exactly. Because if you have a migraine, you're not like, I'm not going out. Yeah. I'm not leaving yeah. the apartment. So um, you can get treated from home with Cove. It starts out with a simple consultation by a licensed physician. And then the prescription that they determine is best for you sent directly to your door. After your consultation, your doctor creates and tailors your individual course treatment. Cove then reaches out a few weeks after to see how you're feeling, which I would have liked that after my migraine. If someone followed up like a couple weeks later and was just like, are you okay? I would have been like, honestly, I, I ultimately didn't poop in my bed, but like, thank you for asking because it was a really harrowing night. Oh my, it sounds (laughs) awful. It really does. But Cove offers both acute and preventative medications. All migraine medication has been prescribed by Cove's doctors, has been approved by the FDA, which is like all you can really ask for when it comes to meds these days. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's just like one of the things like, is this approved by the FDA? It is. That's great. Um, So if you suffer from migraines, the last thing you need is to have to wait to see your doctor. With Cove, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. And when you use our special link, you'll get the first month of treatment free. Go to withcove.com slash sup. That's W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash sup. And we're back from the break. Mm-hmm. So we actually have two one more things. We have yes. two more things. Two more things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this keeps happening. We always do that every week. Okay. Um, so Kirsten Nielsen. Mm. Uh, oh, my God, I actually LOL cackled when I read name that looks like a sneeze in yes. the newsletter. Guys, sign up for the Betches Sup newsletter. Mm-hmm. It is so funny. Betches.co slash sup sign up. Okay. She testified in front of Congress about the family separation policy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read. We're going to l- listen to some of the greatest hits. Yep. Sir, they're not cages. What are they? Areas of the border facility that are carved out for the safety and protection of those who remain there while they're being processed. They're not cages. They are protection bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids love them. I've seen pictures. They're cages. Like, they're just big. There's big cages. I mean, it's a big fenced-in area that has a top. It's like a jail, maybe. Yeah. Maybe jail is a better word. Yeah. It's like a jail. It's like a studio jail. You can't leave freely. Yeah. It's a cage. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, she confirmed that some parents were de- deported without their children, but claimed that there was no parent who 
didn't have the opportunity to take their children. Like, I don't buy that. We left clues. We left clues for them to find the kids. So it's not our fault that they left before they found them. I (laughs) also hate hearing a woman's voice talk about there's something about it that's like really deep. Yes. Sinister. Like a woman talking about like children. I do. Being like in a cage. I do feel like. And justifying. Yeah. Like watching her do this stuff. Again, it's that like lion the witch in the wardrobe woman yeah. like it's like i just imagine them like on a slow moving sleigh like kind of turning yeah. everything to ice We're behind not going them. to a cage yeah i have turkish delights <laughs> come with me okay to the protective yeah. bubble she also <laughs> claims that the children aren't being traumatized by this yeah play the clip uh, the information that i was aware of at the time was that the trauma is part of the journey uh, to come up to the border illegally. Were you aware that the traumatic effects don't go away even if a child is reunited with their family? Uh, I understand that they are... No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Who in their right mind... Like, I don't think it really requires, like, much above an IQ over, like, 70, let's say, to know that parents and children, when you separate them... That is deeply troubling to the child who yes. doesn't understand what's going on. Even if you're separating them for go live at like their very loving grandparents house where their yeah. grandpa is like taking care of them every day and like whatever. Like it's still traumatizing. I'm traumatized from that. Like, Literally when my parents would drop me off at my grandparents house. I'm like still trauma. I'm still going to therapy. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if you haven't seen I like there are videos too. that like tra- like go around of like kids finally being like reconnected and every single one of them is like the most horrifying thing you've ever seen like a sometimes the kids are like problem. fucked up like it's not good Kirsten Nielsen they is very bad care. these people don't care like no. it's so she doesn't care sad like they don't even care she doesn't care they they don't they don't see these parents as people they don't see these children as children it's just very obvious she like couldn't even explain how this was beneficial that was another part of the hearing i don't yeah. we don't have a clip for it but like she was unable to provide like any sort of yeah evidence for why this would be helpful or yeah. how this was helping with drug smuggling or human trafficking and like it just is it's it's a deterrent policy it's a deterrence policy but she tried to be like it wasn't a deterrent but then it's like if that's not what you made if that's not why then you have to provide an actual reason why because it's pretty obvious that you were doing this to try to scare people into not coming here and like viciously punish the people who did but if that's if that if you literally are going to come to us and say that's not why we did this, then you at least have to try to provide some kind of reason as to why it actually did happen. Yeah. Like, why did it happen then? Why is it happening? I don't know, Kirsten. Let us know. All Never right. trust a Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten who's got Jen. a J <laughs> in the middle of her name for no damn reason. <laughs> it's true. Why the J? Something, it serves no purpose about the J <laughs> serves <laughs> no purpose at all. Okay. Our last topic is Martha McSally and her testimony in Congress yesterday about being raped in the military. Yes. So um, guys, Martha McSally, uh, she's a Republican Senator. She was appointed to fill John McCain's seat after she lost really narrowly to Kirsten Cinema in the Arizona election. So now she is in the Senate. Um, she was doing that. She was on, uh, she's on like the House subcommittee for the military 
whatever something that, that's something the name like is, that. all of those words are in the name of the <laughs> committee um and maybe some other words <laughs> um but they were having a hearing on sexual assault in the military which is a really really big problem um like there was a point in history where women in the military were more likely to be assaulted by a fellow officer than to die in combat in iraq it be your own military officers exactly and yes <laughs> um so martha mcsally basically in the middle of this hearing surprised everyone by a- announcing kind of revealing that she had been assaulted by a superior officer when she was in the military and she made a really awesome statement about it she basically talked about how she didn't feel like she could come forward she said um i felt like the system was raping me all over again which is like really intense to hear but i think important um and just as a reminder about McSally's background, she is the first female fighter pilot to ever fly in combat. So like she's this a is, tough cookie. Yeah, exactly. And she's like someone who holds a lot of esteem. So for someone like her, like it's it's one of those things where like when you find out someone who has like a relative amount of power like this happened to them, that it's like you can't help but think about the people who don't have that power and what's happening to them. Like she like Yeah, it's crazy. Like she clearly I don't know where this happened in her career, if it happened before or after she flew in combat. I, I don't know. But either way, she must have been like a star person accelerating through the ranks if she's going to be the person who's like tapped to be that. Right. And so it's like, what about the just like new person, private? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the don't the know new private, the new sailor, the new pilot, I I, whatever, who's just gets there. And it's like they don't have any clout in the system. Right, it's like the it's like Harvey Weinstein would like rape huge actresses that yeah. like are celebrities, like true movie stars. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's up. but it's good that we have someone like Martha McSally, even though I don't agree with her on any policies at all. It's good that we have someone who has had that experience and is willing to talk about it. That's in our government and can hopefully do advocate for it. victims in some way, or at least like. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit. I don't think that her being on the Senate would have changed the Kavanaugh hearings, but maybe it would have been nice to have someone in the Senate who understands why victims don't come forward right away. Like that right. would have been a nice But I bet you voice. they ignore that person. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they would do with that, but it might have been nice just in general for women and Christine Blasey Ford to at least have that person to be like, I understand why you didn't come forward for 10 years. Right. That would have been, it would have been nice. Yeah. Who knows if she would have done it? Cause who knows? Like, yeah. Who knows? But she did do this and it was cool. I just want to say for such a slow news week, this episode I think really contains sort of the worst of humanity. <laughs> yeah. We have, okay, really <laughs> just to recap, we have R Kelly child sex cult. We have Trump corruption standard. We have anti-Semitism, uh, kids in cages, and assault in the military. And then we even have Canada. Yeah. The hottest person in Canada. Who knows what's going to happen? I know. Again, it's just funny no to compare. No one was spared. You know. It's just funny to compare all of our right. bullshit even to like Canada. Canada. had a scandal this week, okay? Yeah. This was a crazy episode. Yeah. So for a slow news week, it was actually a crazy news week. It was. All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Batches.